Welcome back to Double Dose Channel. This is your host, Lex, coming to you straight from the heart where the talk is real and the vibe is always live. Thank you for tuning in with us again because here, serving a slice of everyday life is what REDC is all about. For any show requests, feedback, or anything under the sun that you can think of, make sure you reach back out at us at Real Double Dose Channel at yandex.com. That's Y-A-N-D-E-X.com. And as well as Real Double Dose Channel.blogspot.com where you can find all the insights, so much more, and things to benefit you moving forward. Forward. And if you haven't signed up for the free trip travel giveaways and all you who have claimed your free visa gift cards and awesomeness, just remember you can always do that at the blog spot as well. And tune in to tune in Stitcher Radio, Spreaker.com, Blueberry.com, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Cast, Deezer, Stitcher, and so much more. The links are provided. You know what it is. But we are excited on this prelude. Happy pre-Valentine's Day. And if you're listening to this, on Valentine's Day or even afterwards is something to apply to your life always. We have guest expert Eileen Head who is here to give us some good insights on that and we're happy to have her here. Eileen Head has been called the relationship whisperer. Yes, the relationship whisperer. She is a personality pattern and relationship coach, speaker, author, and creator of the online Get Loved, Get Loved the Way You Need relationship program for singles and couples to navigate relationship dynamics, which we all need every single day. And I'm just happy to introduce her to the RDC fam and all you who are new tuning in. Hi, Eileen. How are you? Hi there. I'm, uh, I'm, my voice is a bit funny. I have a cold, but otherwise I'm doing awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> I knew that feeling as well. Well, I mean, all the juiciness that lies here with things going on as far as, you know, I've been looking into this and I get so giddy and I get so excited because I'm like, oh, we get some information. We get a chance to have a little bit more navigation when it comes down to that. And I know you had uh, a beautiful opening about uh, open your heart to loving again for couples and singles and so forth. Obviously a lot more, but can you elaborate uh, more on that for us? Yeah, what I've learned is that, um, you know, whether you've got a great relationship at times, you can feel stuck, trapped, and powerless. And that can really, you know, with, with hurts and resentments, we shut our hearts down to our partners. And if we're single and we've had past relationships that we haven't yet worked through, our heart is not totally open to receiving a new person. It's, it's a bit guarded. It's a bit closed. And so, you know, I've created a program to help people understand understand how to do that how to open their heart again oh yeah see you know the thing i want to ask about i already have questions you see where my mind is i've been waiting for this eileen i've been waiting for this but the whole thing with that is when people have their whole guard up um and they're moving okay let's say for example someone has a relationship going on like you said and they could the relationship could be completely what it should be but that person's still hurt um and, and still dealing with certain things and it lashes out on that how can they i mean as far as that goes i know one of my friends I'm referencing she has a tendency to have male friends on the side and they're multiplying male friends that want more with her even though she's physically uh what do you call it um committed to the one man she's with let's put it that way is that kind of like uh using her pain to fuel what's going on and still undercover kind of hurting him yeah there's always underlying issues right what we fight about 
is not what we're fighting about. And in relationship dynamics, if your needs are not being met specifically for your personality, if you're not feeling loved and appreciated for your personality, and your partner doesn't know how to do that, and you do not know how to communicate that to them, there's going to be a lack, a yearning for something else that you're going to look outside your relationship for. And as long as both people are okay with that, then that may be how your relationship works. But if the other person is not uh, okay with that, then that is an, an unhealthy situation. That's an unbalanced situation. I would say even one at risk. You know, your friend can say, well, there's nothing going on. It's nothing, um, you know, emotional or whatever. It's For me, it's just connection. But if the partner feels, um, um, you know, that this, this might develop into something, they might lose their partner, then that's not okay. Oh. So the relationship you could be putting the relationship in risk if your partner's unhappy with her having all these other male friend relationships. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes complete sense. Okay. So, I mean, that's that's what I was looking at. And and what can people do as far as having this kind of understanding of being unhealthy? Because a lot of people don't want to let go of what they have or what they think they have. And then they're kind of holding on to that. But all the while, they're still suffering in silence. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good word. So it's, it's sort of like, you know, you're on a trapeze and... And, you know, you're swinging back and forth and there's a whole world or whole experiences that you could experience even in this relationship, but you're afraid to take action and reach for that other trapeze because... One of it upsets the apple cart. One of it, people are fearful of change. And I remember they had said something about that. People don't fear change within necessarily what's going on with the dynamic of it. They, they fear change within themselves. And some uh, don't want the person they, they know to change as well. Because I had that, I mean, I've had that kind of issue before with certain people where I felt like, wow, this is okay. But like you said, I felt lacking. Like I was lacking. Like where I was like, man, this is like 70% of what I, I have right here. But but then I would find all my other guy friends or just friends filling in the gaps of what I didn't have at you yeah. know my safety. And then yeah. I was kind of thinking, as long as, yeah. as long as your main relationship is stable and you're connected and you're respectful and you've negotiated out these things, then it's a great thing. But if not, that's where things, people stay in there, stuck in their unhappiness a long, long time. And that's where the hearts get shut down. It's, it's, it's the mundane. It's the, you know, this isn't what I want, but I'm fearful to take any actions to change things. And I have seen relationships turn around where one person starts working on themselves. And that's sort of the work I do, depending on where you come with me. You know, I've had women come in the, I'm, I, in the should I stay or should I go conversation, saying I'm leaving my husband, he's a bully, um, controlling, um, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm out the door and I'm done with this relationship. And then I start working with them. And in this one case, her husband said, well, you know, I want to give my side of it too. I want to tell you what's happening for me. And I deal in personalities and, and I deal in impact on each other and how you sabotage your your relationships with your own patterns. And so in a short period of time, I worked with both of them, and she phones me up and she says, what did you do to my husband? I thought, uh-oh, that's a leading question. How is this conversation going to go? <laughs> and she said, he's so nice. He's so respectful. But see, each of us plays our role in our couple dynamics. She was a two-supporter personality, and she was not standing up for her needs or even asking for her needs, thinking that would upset her husband. So he's going to figure out what does she want, what does she want, and he's attempting to control the situation like, 
well, tell me what you want, or if you don't know, I'll help you decide. And so you can see how the dynamics can really shift, and you can form, um, you can think they don't love you when really they're doing everything they know how to 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 bring that about. And so this couple, um, I just taught them, you know, their personalities, how they, their loving styles together, and they're well on their way. Well, that's great. That's, I mean, that's the whole thing. Yeah, that understands that. I remember there was this little posting. It was probably a few years ago, but I still kept it in my mind. And it was about the woman or a woman sitting there and her husband was sitting on the couch and he was looking at his phone doing something. And all the while in her thought process, she was going through, they show images of her going through another woman, you know, talking to him and he's not happy with her. And, you know, like basically he was looking right through her. And the whole time she held this animosity and all this anger. And he, his mind at the end of the scenario, his mind was on trying to fix something wrong with his motorcycle. And it was amazing how, yeah, she was like, I want a divorce. I don't want that. And he was like, where's all this coming from? And, you know, she broke it down. And he's like, wait a minute. I've just been trying to find a part for my motorcycle. So I was like, yeah, the miscommunication. (laughs) is very, very powerful. And you must be really, really careful about fact-checking the story. Yeah. And because it, it's exactly that, you know, especially when we're, we're not knowing how to fix a relationship. I was married for 35 years, and wow. we were great people, but it was like he was behind the steamed-up shower door. I could see him, but I wasn't, well, I wasn't able to connect with him the way I needed. And his response was to me being, you know, chronically unhappy, was to work harder, to do more work. Oh, wow. And so our relationship ended because I look for answers everywhere. I read self-help books. I read marriage manuals. I took workshops. Why are we great people? And why am I unable to connect with this man? Uh-huh. And I see other couples, uh, you know, they're easy with each other. They laugh. They're, they're comfortable. And we never were. And I didn't know what it was that I was doing that would cause this, or nor could I find answers. And I struggled with, why can't I figure this out? I wrote a book about that. Why can't I figure this out? Um, after I left that marriage, I found the Enneagram personalities. And when I read my profile, it was the biggest aha moment in my life. It was like reading a biography. Here was my strengths. Gee, I didn't know I had all of those. This is what's great about me, what other people really like about me. Here's what um, uh, other people value in me, because we are looking for our value in every single relationship and to be validated. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. My challenges. And when I read those, hey, they stung a bit, but I also <laughs> knew the truth of them. And uh, then I read his profile, and in 35 minutes, I knew more about him, myself, and our relationship than those 35 years we've lived together. Wow, that is profound. That is a big, yeah. big yeah. impact and a big statement. So did you feel everything kind of evening off after that? or No, I left the relationship. I'd already left the relationship. Okay. Because here's what happened. Love can only survive if it's constantly being paid attention to Uh and nurtured. Love dies. The the person can be the love of your life, but love will die if you're not getting your needs met. That's true. It will always have some kind of uh, resonance with fading fading and fading until it's no more there. And, yeah. Go ahead, I'm sorry. You know, you shut down after a while. I shut down, he shut down. We, We had a good life, but we were like business partners. But I yearned 
for something more. And so that's when I began my work using the Enneagram personality. The Enneagram personality. So can you give us a little bit more insight about that at all? Like some, just a few of the personalities that you you came across in these nine? Yeah, so the Enneagram, and people either will say the Enneagram, oh, I love the Enneagram, or they will say the Enneagram what? The Enneagram has been around since the 1700s. It's a well-respected model. It's taught at Stanford University. They are uh, they are attempting to get it into the medical program because it has research even for illnesses for each of the personalities. It is used by corporations. It's used by religions and therapists. And it's used individually for people to develop themselves. And it's unique from other personality models like Myers-Briggs or Colors in that it has a specific path of development for each of the nine personalities. So it identifies your patterns and the patterns that can be sabotaging you and exactly for your personality, what personal, what patterns to replace them. Very powerful when you can see it. For instance, I'm a two supporter. I And the, the happier I got, the more I wanted to help and nurture and be close. And the more my husband felt that was intrusive and controlling. And he's a nine peace seeker personality. So he withdrew to maintain his identity and it's independent and I felt rejected and he didn't speak up because of you know one of the fundamentals of his personality is no conflict oh. so neither one of us speaking up and we were living a life blindfolded unconscious and unaware wow 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 I'm I'm starting to look at a whole lot of relationships and friendships and different things I've had and it it resonates too that I feel that complete everyone always comes up to me and says oh you're the goddess of fertility you're this you're that you're such a nurturing even people I've worked with my colleagues for sometimes a month or two they'd be like man you were just like the most overly loving nurturing person ever and it comes off and I tell people overprotective um to the point where I'm like okay it's okay like just make sure you rest and then like the relationship I have it's he's very independent like oh I got this it's fine like no I'm smart enough to handle this on my own please don't treat me like a child and I'm like wow okay yeah yeah we don't realize that's all unconscious, right? That was, you know, we might be the same personality, two supporters. Two supporters go, how could I possibly be intrusive? I'm just helping. The, your need to be needed comes across, and that's when you do get the messages, uh, no, I can handle this on my own. And oh. that's, that's kind of like, what? Yeah. So that's the, the development of the um, higher development that the Enneagram offers is to figure that out for yourself. Now, instead of, you know, jumping in to help people, I ask permission first. You know, would you like some help with that? Are you open to some suggestions? And then I let go of outcome. Oh. If they want my help, ask. And if they don't, they won't. And that was a very difficult thing for me for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Has that uh, different, you know, they form a belief and then they, the way they're being in the world. Yeah, you know what, that def- that definitely pairs down to it. And I remember Angela, now she's with the RDVC team as well. She handles a lot of the emails and so forth and the blog. But she was, uh, I mean, she asked me to share it because she was anticipating this too. But when it came down to hers, she says she almost identifies love in her relationship aspect um, if, or a person interest in her, depending how jealous that man is. And I was asking her, what do you mean by that? And she said, because I feel like I want to give him everything and the world but if he's okay with me disappearing and going out for five or six hours or even spending the night somewhere I don't look at that as someone who cares about me I look at someone who cares about me as someone who's saying where are you going where have you been and no you're not going there without me and I'm like I don't know if that's something that's coordinating with an engram kind of personality or is it more going down a toxic level or I, I can't really call it well you know it can be 
I don't know this, but passive-aggressive behavior can be very damaging, and and it happens with people who are unable to speak up for themselves. And underlying that is is a simmering anger, and that anger will um, erupt at some point. Oh, wow. And and, and so for her uh, to be testing and testing because she wants him to connect, she wants him to come forward. You know, this is what I do. I interpret and translate personality traits together, and I show couples, like, here's your similarities. Here's your trigger points. Here's what's going to uh, be frustrating for both of you. And once you have an awareness of why you're doing your behavior and how to change it, that's a very powerful place to be. Ah. And, you know, understanding maybe why her husband isn't doing that is even a huge thing. Personality is formed by the age of seven years old. When you look out on your family of origin and you form the belief, you know, the supporters believe they must be helpful. The, the perfectors believe they must be good and do everything right. The three achievers mean they must shine and to be successful. The four expressors, they want to be seen to be that they're special and that they're, they're um their emotions are are draw. The five contemplators are the intellects and the introverts, and they are the ones who want to be valued for their minds. The six questioners who are the most anxious and, and worrisome personalities, they want security. They want trust and security and loyalty. Oh, wow. The seven optimisters who are fun, fun, fun all the time, they're looking for, um, you know, they're looking for someone to help them with structure and stability. The eight asserters who are powerful and in, 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 in control, they want to be admired for that strength. And the nine uh, peace seekers, they want peace and harmony. So when you understand these patterns and traits of people, you really have a powerful tool to understand, to relate the differences, and really appreciate the differences. I mean, that's really, it got to the point where I had my mouth hung open for a minute. I had to really resonate that going on. You can kind of family and an audience that's listening. I mean, it's it's epic. Like, I mean, honestly, if you're if you're downloading this beyond your cars and whatever else, your devices, mentally, really take in what Eileen is saying, um, and then also just the whole understanding of this is the key pieces to what a lot of us, if not ninety five percent of us, who haven't caught on to that, is missing with it. Because a lot of people want to say, well, you know, I have a narcissistic relationship i have this but there's a lot of pointing the fingers and there's less pointing to eyes and at the same time we're yeah we're misinterpreting someone who could just be feeling the same way we do to say man we're i'm doing everything i can in my power to make this work and it seems like i'm hitting a wall with her or him and we're looking at them in the same aspect and we're just making a whole chaotic scene out of it and it gets more toxic to the next relationship that we try to pursue because then we're also looking at what we just left and bringing that into another relationship as well yeah, I you definitely some really see. great points because what happens is resentment builds. Resentment, you know, we resend it to ourselves. It resentment closes down the heart, and then we start justifying our own behavior, and we blame the other person. They feel the blame, and they shut down, and now you have this disconnection. Mm-hmm. When really. Each of you is only doing life the way you know it at the present time. And those patterns that formed in your personality, the, the, the belief formed that you needed to be a certain way, the, the patterns formed, the patterns became roles, the roles became identities, and the identities became personalities. And until you learn something different, that's the way you do life. Yes. But it, it, is a, it is a reactive 
life. Instead of a conscious and aware life, using a powerful tool to understand you in every relationship, your responsibility, your impact on other people, and how to respond to people for what they need. And then life becomes really juicy. When someone, you know, someone can be standing in front of me screaming and they, they could be so mad at me. And if I do not personalize that, and I can say to them, this sounds like you're unhappy, I can see this, you validate them for their upset, and then you can have a conversation. And I have, I have turned around situations so quickly. That's what people are looking for is validation. And it's not as personalized against you unless you make it personal. Mm-hmm. But that's what knowing the Enneagram does and the nine personalities is really uh, identifying their behavior, both their positive behavior and their negative behavior. So, for instance, Donald Trump is an undeveloped, eight-assertive personality. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of great strengths, great leadership, outspoken, but undeveloped, that isn't as effective as Dr. Phil. Uh-huh. Same personality, but a, an evolved eight. So Dr. Phil says, you came to my show. I'm going to tell you what I think you should do. You can do anything you want with that. But while you're on my show, it's going to go like this. So very empowered, but helping people from a very powerful position. I see that. I definitely do. Do you see the difference? Mm -hmm. And that's what's unique about the Enneagram is this path of development to really develop yourself to become the best person you can be, to be the best partner, parent. And the Enneagram has research on parenting styles, what each personality of the child is looking for, the fundamental core emotional need to feel loved is different for every personality. I mean, that's almost like a navigational system to kind of get to the core of the, I mean, a blueprint, pretty much. I mean, that's what you look Not at, you know. Manual. I mean, it's manual. And when you know that, like there's people who've come to, you know, my course and learn the nine personalities. It's like a, you know, depending on the, the length of the course, but they walk away with so much knowledge that it's like, oh, my world has changed. Yeah, like you know, Eureka. Yeah. I understand that and they are a, a four expressor and they will be dramatic and they will be moody and they will do all these sorts of things. And now I understand why that is. Uh-huh. See, that's what I like, you know, and some people used to get upset and they used to not understand me. I don't know where it started from in the last uh, two years, maybe three years, but I would go up, I think it, from my bad experience with, oh, I call it my adult, uh, actually knew what, how to say love. I mean, I actually love someone in my adult age and actually could say, wow, you know, I, I actually love him. That's what love feels like or what I think it is. And it turned out to be horrifically abusive, um, but it helped me elevate myself to where I am now. By being, I tell them, rebirth within myself. But when I looked at that whole personality thing, I would be like, hey, uh, let me guess your zodiac. And they would be like, what's going on? I'm like, well, I don't read the stars and the signs, but I just want to know your personality trait. And now I kind of understand in my own self from this way. I'm not saying the Ingram is like that, but I started looking at them like, oh, you're a Cancer. It's okay. Oh, you're a Gemini. Don't worry. And they, they would laugh, you know, and I would just keep it there at that point. But I realized I couldn't just, you know, bait people out by that. But I, I understand, like, and from the the Ingram being able to have that information and to me it felt like my mind opened up in this understanding because I'm like wow like my my perception from what you just shared with us um is just completely like I don't know it's like a mind opener um to where my brain's like absorbing yeah yeah you can you can get your brain to absorb so much more
more. Now when I look at that, I'm like, man, that's what it's all about. Mind so here's the thing about two supporters, because they have the need to, to, to be needed, they often um, attract people to rescue and victims. Oh. They want to help everyone be happy. They want to help everyone be loving. And that is not a healthy perspective to come from. And that was very difficult for me to see for the longest time. Mm. I'll tell you, it's so freeing now to not feel responsible for other people's feelings or whether they're happy or not. And it's a conscious effort to start looking after my own needs. Yeah, yeah, that's what it, ta- it taught me that from being able to evolve on a whole, like I told my the phoenix rising from the ashes or the butterfly coming yeah. from that cocoon. Now, before I was like, I mean, I was on pins and needles with myself to, I mean, literally, and it, it's not the point of servitude. So I want to put that out there for everyone that's listening. It's the point that I was that person to be like if as long as you're overly satisfied and happy I'm okay and I was telling myself that but I went to sleep feeling empty and I was like well what is this I mean like I would literally have his plate laid out his spoon shine everything was all in the perspective of if I can make this one person just excited and happy every day my happiness will come from that and I started getting to that where I'd be like what's wrong did I do something wrong are you okay I mean they could look at me a certain way because they had something in their eye and I would be like overly freaking out and then after I realized to get there, I'm like, wait, if I don't nurture and, and understand and get to know myself, how will I get to, like you said, get love the way you need to? How will you do that in order to understand where they're coming from in order to have a map of where you are and where you're coming from as well? That definitely makes sense. So how can a person like date smarter on that aspect of getting there? Well, um, if you are single and you are looking to date smarter, First of all, advice to you is figure out your part in your past relationship. What role did you play in that relationship? And when you own your own part and you forgive yourself for being in that relationship and you forgive that other person for only doing what they know how to do, whether it was healthy or unhealthy, and and heal that and let that go and then learn as much information from those past relationships. Learn your Enneagram so you know the nine different dating types and I've got a singles guide to to dating on my website where it puts all the nine personalities together, their dating styles and how, and the compatibility index as well of how, you know, if you're a two supporter, how you're going to react to each of the relationship. You start recognizing the different traits. It makes dating a whole lot more fun, but the inner work is critical. It, it, you know, it, it is about, ever about other people. It is only about ourselves and what is being mirrored to us. Only that. And so whatever is mirrored to us is what we look at. Why is that showing up in my life? There are no accidents. You know, what happened or what's going on with me that I attracted that? So as far as Angela goes, I mean, when she was the one that she's been with for five years, but she doesn't want, she she feels empty with him, even though he feels seemingly satisfied. You know, um, you know, Angela may feel very clear on her boundaries and she may feel that she's not overstepping nor does she allow other people to overstep and um, you know there's there's all kinds of uh, relationships out there that really work you know there's there's lots of dynamics that that people have and as I mentioned before if her partner is totally happy and and you know she's not driving him crazy with well do this or do that well she's got other friends to fill that in it may be a very fulfilling relationship okay yeah what I'm talking about is is in relationships where see here's the three things couples know that they have personality differences the challenge is 
that they don't know what to do with those differences and they fight. What you fight about is not what you're fighting about. Uh There's underlying issues. There's a core underlying theme um, of what you're fighting about. And the fear is that those personality differences are going to drive you apart. And they often do until you understand them. And so couples who've even been disconnected learning their personalities and start to re-engage and accept your own self and your differences have, have come around and it's, it's really applied a, a, a juiciness to their relationship. Okay, yeah. She had just, <laughs> yeah, these were all, these were all uh, aspects of her trying to get more clarity into what's going on with her relationship. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I tell her to each their own. If it does work out in that form, like you said, if it's healthy for everyone around that aspect, um, then everyone involved yeah. is aware of what's going on i think that's obviously the right the right way um but at the same time if it has to be something behind someone's back because if they knew about it it would raise all hell um then obviously there's something to navigate there and i think everyone and i know everyone should definitely uh go check out eileen's uh information on www.eileenhead.com you should definitely check that out because i'm going to go there as soon as when we wrap this up and have some other stuff in there as well because she has a person isn't it a personality test quiz you said right I have a personality and I have a free relationship call. Like, let's get on the phone, figure out what's happening. I can tell you my resources. I have, you know, I coach many. I coach singles. I coach guys. I coach couples. I coach stay or go coaching. Um, All of this is based on your behaviors, your personality behaviors. So the information very, very specific, right down to the words you use, the body language you have, how you think, feel, act, and react. People are, who are new to the Enneagram, um, they, you know, they're, they're just flabbergasted with, with how detailed this is. This is scientific data, absolutely researched scientific data. Oh, that's amazing. So it's not, a, you know, it's not astrology, it's not numerology, and I'm not knocking those, but it is a psychological model that's been very studied, like the FBI uses it for profiling, because personalities are just patterns of behavior. Understand the pattern, understand the person. As you've talked to me today, I am convinced you are a truth porter. <laughs> <laughs> You can start recognizing those. I totally get you. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I did. I'm, I'm like, I need to get further into that. I'm, I'm chomping at the bit to get more into it myself. I might just have to have my free evaluation call of love and so much more <laughs> because I found out so much more. And I'm like, this right here is a game changer. I'm going to have to get some of your cards and start putting them or putting somewhere around here because I'm telling you right now, just from this, and I feel like I've people want to call me the goddess. Like, at the end of the day, I'm like, I could. So many people would love to have this. I mean, the clarity that you brought here, Eileen, like the, the mind for me, mind exploding, it just kind of like makes you think of everything in the matrix system of relationships different. I mean, honestly, I would call you the matrix of relationships because it opens up the whole paths of things that we've been missing, like the missing link behind these. Cause yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, like you yeah. said, you know, like it, it just does something completely different to your, 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 your mentality to even think about it at that level. Imagine my excitement when I discovered this and I thought, see, there was really answers. You know, there are, these are the secrets to relationships. And he wasn't a bad person and neither was I. We just didn't know how to connect 
from our personality perspective. And he was a, you know, a, a quiet man. He was not a conversational man. And that's what the challenge was. So we did this dance. I, you know, I was intrusive. He saw me controlling. He would shut down with passive aggressive behavior to maintain his own identity. I would see that as rejection. I mean, there's so much more to it, but that's, and in any two personalities together, I, I also do personality readings where I do the, um, I translate and interpret the traits together. And that's even very eye-opening for couples. There's a special on that right now on my website. And so, you know, there's so many things for you to get moving. Stop saying an inaction and, and that, that chronic underlying um, unloved, unappreciated feeling and start doing your inner work that opens up everything oh yeah definitely and i i will say for a lot of all of us who are there listening and, and processing this right now a lot of people will say well you know he wasn't like this or she wasn't like this in the beginning and so much more and then it like i said earlier you know it comes into the i and you or you did this or i didn't do this or whatever it is but i will say from that level i think once we start getting these understandings and i know um from being able to have the engram and understanding where we come from with it we can start looking at that our significant other or partner as someone to just gravitate towards learning them and them helping discover learn themselves because once we know from a foundation of where we come from of where we really are feeling then we can know where we're navigating to with that person because I mean it's always roses and butterflies and la la's when you're getting to know someone and as time persists on they could they could float further away from who they know themselves to be because they feel like your personality or who you are is overpowering them and changing who they are and it's not even that kind of case it's just them knowing who they are and being still within themselves to feel that out so i definitely agree with that, that that's that's what we tend to do we want to change the other person and a lot of men feel um they feel like they're the problem and if men cannot fix the solution they shut down you know it's funny when i was doing my research for my training i have um, one of my sons is a four expressor so not your usual male standard very expressive very emotional and his girlfriend at the time they're married now is a five contemplator so the most logical the least emotional if you see their two dynamics together so i said so when i said to my son when you have an argument um do you put everything on the line and you think the relationship is all over and then i looked at her and i said does that burn you out and 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 feel like everything's been sucked out of you and he said have you been standing in a corner of our kitchen uh-huh. and so i said to him you know, you when you put things out there with that emotion to her, who's not an emotional type, that's going to shut her down. You can still express it and then let it go. And I said to her, if you need time to go away and process, because five contemplators need that, especially in highly emotional times, I said, you must come back. And he must know you're going to come back and you're going to talk about it. Ah, see, that's how you start to work. You, you, you work with what is. Your personality is this. Your personality is this. Let's start working together. That's true. That is very, very, very true. Oh, man. I could have you on here for days. You don't even understand, Eileen. <laughs> even under i'm just excited i mean i hope i hope to have you back and if you ever feel like you want to come back please don't hesitate i will just be right on there it just feels like man okay my mind is just so blown in a good way and i'm I'm, i was picturing that with your son and his wife now Uh, i was like yeah that definitely makes sense and you see everyone you can always find a solution once a solution finds you yes it is but is there anything that you want to add out there before we close this off with rddc that you want to just let people know well there's two things 
things. One thing that's really annoying me right now is everybody is using the term narcissist. Ah, yeah. We are all this, and to that puts the blame totally on on the other person for not responding, and and that's not you know that is giving away your power. I have a program coming up that's starting March second to. April the 6th, and it's called Open Your Heart to Loving Again. And I'm going to be um, working with the deadly sins in relationships. I'm going to give you some positive relationship tools, and we are going to go through the nine Enneagram personalities of their traits and their strengths and how each of them feel loved and how to relate to them. And I hope you will come and join me. It's a There's an early bird on it right now. It's a very inexpensive program, and I think I think you will gather so much information, whether it's parent, child, siblings, boss, co-worker. Even though the title is Open Your Heart to Loving Again, it is about the fundamentals of the Enneagram. That sounds amazing. Look, I'm about to see what my schedule is because I want to sign up for that. Angela's going to try to run over there before I do, but I... <laughs> I want to I get that. I mean, it's good to have uh, perspectives and clarity and all that. And I tell people, uh, sometimes I get closed down because I feel like they, everyone will come to me for the answers. And when I need the answers, they look at me kind of crazy because they're like, wait a minute, we come to you for the answers. What What do you mean, Lex? You know? And I'm like, I had to tell my mom that. I'm like, mom, I, I can't go to anyone for the answers or just have some feedback um, on that level. And I kind of shut down myself and then I have her. But I'm like, what do I do one day, God forbid, anytime soon? You know, what do I do when I don't have? my go-to counselor slash love mom to, to talk to about things like that. But then I realized I let them know offhand, look, I don't have the keys to everything in life because if I did, everything would be figured out and I wouldn't be here because there still has to be some journey I'm on. I mean, if you figured everything out in life at this point, there's no, there's really not anything to living because there's nothing new you could learn on that level. But yeah, I, I definitely want to check that out. You guys should all check that out. That's from March 2nd to the 6th with Mrs. Eileen Head. And we're going to be having all her links or her social media and everything else out there. You can also check her out on facebook.com forward slash Eileen Head Consultant as well as going over to her Twitter feed that's twitter.com forward slash Eileen Head and so much more. And we're going to have all that go to www.eileenhead.com as well. And you can also sign up for that free love conversation going on there. Her little intro into getting you back on correct and all of us helping us do that. But don't forget you guys go to realdoubledosechannel.blogspot.com to check out all those goodies and insights and we'll have that posted up and more and all the things that are coming and going along with it as well as the shop itself with some free apparel and more gift card and different giveaways going on with you all so remember to be the change feel the passion embrace the power of that wonderful spirit we love you and thank you for tuning in and we'll be back with you very 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 soon